0: The views and opinions expressed in the following podcast reflect those of the speaker and do not reflect positions of any agency or business. It's all blown out of proportion, try hard, mindless blabbery. These purposely exaggerated opinions are posted for entertainment purposes only. Get it? Got it? Good. And now, from the fortified bunker in his single family dwelling in the city of Bridges, YXE, for the There I Just Said That podcast, here's Greca. Have you ever gotten in trouble at work? Ooh, you're so bad. <laughs> How's it going? Scrager, there I just said that, the podcast. Uh I mentioned last week kind of uh it was like a behind the music of the rant. Uh I thought because somebody messaged me and they're like, Did you ever get in, you know, S H I T over doing a rant once? And I can tell you that I don't think I ever specifically for the rant. They're usually mostly funny. I did get in trouble twice, only ever on the air. I said something that yeah, you know, got me in some trouble. One I'm not ready to talk about. I don't even know if I'll ever talk about that one again. It's just not worth drawing attention to. Um there was one, um I maybe it was a rant. I think it might have been actually, yeah. So someone was on strike, and I can't even remember who it was. I don't think they were like university workers, but for some reason they were you know protesting along university drive or on college drive, that's what I mean. Spit it out, dummy. Uh, And I remember that because I can see it in my mind as I was driving by. And I went on the radio and I said, these guys looked ridiculous. And they did because they were like, it must have been like in the winter. They were like fire barrels. And they were all standing around them like hobos. And some of them were like tossing footballs back and forth. Like it seemed like they were just having a good time not working, I thought, outside of the fire barrels. Anyways. So I said all this, I said they should get new jobs, they look like hobos, they're running around throwing footballs. Um, well, my God, did they want my head to roll. <laughs> they wanted me to be Jimmy Hoffa, I think. Um, my program director was like, you can't talk about it on the radio. And I was young, naive. I'd never been in a union. I was just like, you know, if you want sympathy, these don't look like good optics. That's <laughs> how so I was looking at it. Uh, I was told then, you don't say anything about politics. You don't say anything about religion, or you don't say anything about unions on the radio. Wanted to talk about my son's uh, first season of hockey just wrapped up here this past week. God, I hope he makes it to the NHL. Daddy needs a summer vacation home, you know? <laughs> the, the dollars that these guys sign for, my lord. Um... Not to put a lot of pressure on them, but that would really be nice to get eight to 10 million a year. Though my parents asked him the other day, if you ever made it to the NHL, would you buy your parents a house? And he was like, no, they already have one. (laughs) Anyways, um, hockey has changed so much since I was six years old. Good Lord. I found this year already a lot of the kids had played an entire year last year. And to me, that was just like too young they can't skate for crap all I did last year was make the backyard rink I wanted him to just enjoy hockey have a love of skating you know score a goal your arms are in the air and just like have a love of the game more than the pressures of trying to figure it all out right um I still see the politics that are in it which breaks my heart that was like the reason I quit When I was 14, and I can see a a little of it already, which I'm just like, ugh, really? This hasn't gone. I think it's probably only even got worse. What happened was, for me, I think I got to a certain age playing hockey, and, you know, at 14, I was a little more aware of, you know, you you did this tryout process, but then it was like, you could only get so high because so-and-so's dad was the coach of this team, and they were going to be on there, and this person was going to be on that team. And so I had made, like team five in my first year of Pee Wee. And so I thought, hey, you know, in my second year of Pee Wee, I should be able to move up. You know, I knew I wasn't going to be on like team one or two. I wasn't like the greatest hockey guy ever. But I thought, you know, I could move up a few levels. And in my second year, I made team five again. Because I said, like, there was all these spots that just, you couldn't even achieve no matter what you did. And uh, I remember just being so disappointed and disheartened. And the only reason I played that second year, I thought I should just quit. But I played that year one more time just because I liked the guy that was our coach. He had been my coach a couple of years earlier. And so I said to him, I'm really disappointed. I don't like this, but I'm staying because of you. And so anyways, I said, I want this to be my last year. I want to have some fun and, and play some hockey. And that was the end for me there when I was 14. So... Now, I can already see that a little bit, which is like, ugh, really? And there's also, then this wasn't around back then, such an emphasis on individual skill now. These kids can, like, toe drag. <laughs> it's insane. They can raise the puck over the net. When I played at six years old, if you were the goalie, you just had to lay down and you stopped everything because no one could raise the puck. I mean, uh, technology has come so far now, but, like, Toe drags, I don't even think were invented when I was a kid. Nobody knew how to do all this kind of stuff. And I just see this as a problem when they get older because they just they don't even want to pass to anybody. They're just like too skilled on their own. You know, they can't win as a team. Do you know what I'm saying here? I know a friend of mine who's a goalie coach and he said the same thing. He was working with these kids and he's like, it's insane how skilled they all are. But when we put them together on a team, like they just. They can't they can't be a team, you know? They don't know how to be a team to lose as a team. So, But anyways, I don't want this to take away from what was like an amazing year for my son, and it was a lot of fun, and he's thrilled, and he scored goals, and I was excited to watch, and, you know, it was pretty awesome. Um, and all this said, too, um, I took him to see the Bedard Phenom there uh, the last couple of games in Saskatoon, and wow, that, I mean, that kid is good. <laughs> That's for sure. But I can't believe the story... That his mom says, by the way, that he's, have you heard this? He's never eaten fast food, which I think is almost a way for them to just ramp up the sale of his first endorsement deal. When he gets it, it'll be like, McDonald's, I've never had it, and now I'm going to try it. You know what I mean? Like, you can just almost see it coming from a mile away. But again, it's almost like a case in point of this generation that is so different when I grew up. Like, we used to go get apple danishes. (laughs) After every hockey practice, when I was a kid, God, I can taste those. Why did McDonald's ever get rid of them? But now it's like, you want me to believe you've never... Bernard's mom, you've never given him nuggets? Like, I mean, how long have you been trying to create this monster? It's like these parents that just keep all this pressure on these uh, kids here. And they don't even let them like enjoy McDonald's along the way. Do you get what I'm saying here? Anyways, it'll be interesting to see year two next year, they actually have like, again, tryouts and stuff. So we'll see. I had a great season. Don't want it to take away from that. But uh, I just had some thoughts like that on uh, on year one. And finally, so as I said, no doubt, I love to eat out grew up in that generation. We try to limit it now, uh, and plus, I'm 44. My metabolism has just, like, quit on me. (laughs) Seriously. I remember going to see Big Daddy in the theater and laughing about Adam Sandler's line, like, I eat a milkshake and my ass jiggles for a week. Except now it's true. I have, like, a a scoop of ice cream and my ass jiggles (laughs) for, like, a week. So, anyways, I'm trying to eat healthier. My wife gives me guff the other day. Here we go. Because, yeah, you see... When she gets groceries, she buys regular lettuce, quote-unquote. When I get groceries, I get iceberg. Iceberg lettuce, it's cheaper, and this week it was even buy one, get one free. And in this economy, I'll take anything free that you're going to give me, except she starts laying into me about iceberg lettuce, and it's got no nutrients. It's a total zero. I'm like, how is that even possible? How can you be lettuce? It's food. It's green. It's got to be something. Right? It's not chocolate. I mean, good Lord, it's still salad. How can it not be good for you? Imagine being that awful. You're salad, but you're still somehow not good for someone. So anyway, she Googles it. Turns out it just has a bit of a bad rap. Okay? It's not a total zero. So go on. Rejoice, all you fellow iceberg lettuce eaters. We are eating healthy. By golly. <laughs> there, I just said that. Okay, time to go now. That's the end of the episode.